And welcome back to Inside the Show. I'm Scuffy alongside Coogs. And like we said, we're back at it for season three. If you listened on episode one, appreciate having you. And now we're back once again. And Coogs, we got to go with the elf in the room right off the rip. Last episode, we, we thought we got bamboozled. Let's just say that. We got bamboozled. We got bombarded. Whatever you want to say that Stephen A says in that famous clip, uh, <laughs> clip of his. That's what we got. Because we thought Jeter was going to be on the, I guess, collector's edition. However, that wasn't the case. We'll get to who was on the cover, which we all know by now. But we'll get to that in a minute. But let's bring that into the situation. Jeter is not the collector's edition cover, and it was by some random user on Reddit who decided to troll a whole community. For me personally, that's a round of applause by him to get everyone, not just the community itself, but almost everyone. We had John Boy Media post about it. We had other um, media outlets that post about it, and it's quite funny how that exploded, and we really thought Jeter was coming. Yeah, and it was like the the image of it was like from where the like the picture of it was taken, it looked like pretty accurate towards what we got on like the Shohei Otani base version of the game. Like the cover seemed to kind of match up in terms of design style. Everybody was already predicting that Jeter would be the legend cover anyway. So it was it was a really, really well done fake. I gotta I gotta give that guy credit at the end of the day, you know? Like it's it, of course it's it's I wouldn't say frustrating because when we talk about the cover, I think the cover we got is actually pretty good. But I know for a lot of people, Jeter on the cover was an exciting concept. And for it to not be true, I know a lot of people uh, were disappointed by that. But it yeah, is what it is, of, man. A lot of Yankee fans were upset. Let's just say that uh, they were ready to see their boy, their captain on the cover. Although his DD card, I mean, was up to debate whether or what his dd card will look like but still jeter hey who knows he still might be in the game but personally if he's not on the cover he's not in the game uh, yeah I'm, I'm with you I, that, i'm in the same boat yeah because we talked about last week how markable he is but let's shift over to the cover that we did get and that was the anime magna style otani and let me tell you coogs i woke up that morning i was like all right we're going to see this what what were we going to see? Are we actually going to see Jeter? Are we all going to see another legend? Maybe David Ortiz since he got in the Hall of Fame. I I don't know. And then they throw this. I, they really threw this as a curveball because I didn't expect this. Um, and this was absolutely fantastic. The designers, the same designers from that do Afro Samurai, made this specific cover for the MVP and Digital Deluxe where Atani is doning an anime style and Coogs, this is 10 out of 10. I mean, right off the front. It's really cool. It's, it, it's probably the most unique sports game cover that I have ever seen. Like I'm thinking of some of the older MLB games, like, you know, Slugfest. they had some cool things going on the cover with the fire, with the bat and stuff like that. But this is a whole new level. This is, you know, animated, this is something that relates directly to the cover athlete because he loves anime, loves manga or all that stuff. He's it's a really, really cool idea. And I think it was executed really well. Oh, yeah. And the, to go from what we got last year with Tatis and now this year with the Zatani cover, they've been knocking this out of park, pun intended, whatever you want to say. But it came. I mean, 
when we saw this cover and we knew about the Jeter stuff, I think it all went to the side there. Like we weren't talking about Jeter. We we're just talking about how great the cover was. And that's when, you know, you did something very well done and it was awesome to see. And yeah, Atani on being the MVP standard and the deluxe, there is no collector's edition. If you missed it, um, they decided, I, I don't know what happened towards it or why it was, but there's no collector's edition. Well, there is a collector's edition, but there's no hat um, that you can get for the collect like we normally do at like GameStop or something like that. Yeah, I would I would assume there's probably some like production shortages, you know, with how hard it is to get things like regularly right now. Just adding a whole nother production element to try to launch a game in April just probably was too much on the table for them this year. Um, but one thing I want to say too. You know, the people that were really, really disappointed that it wasn't Jeter and it's like, oh, why didn't we get a legend on the cover? This is, you know, not whatever. Last year was the only time we ever got like another like a dual cover athlete thing. We had Tatis on the regular cover with Jackie on the the deluxe edition or whatever. So, you know, it's not like this is unusual for MLB the show to do only one cover athlete, but then have multiple things for the different uh, versions i mean on 20 you had the standard cover with javi and then you had the deluxe edition where it was more of a close-up of his face with him putting eye black on i mean that's it's the same thing so yeah it it the cover was great it made a ton of sense i think they knocked it out of the park i was talking to uh, a friend of the show clutch he wants to get it printed on a like either a canvas or a a poster and have it framed. And speaking of that, I actually have something to show you because I haven't shown you this yet. I got this today. I need something to match this. I went to CVS. This is totally random. I went to CVS and I got a 16 by 20 canvas. Of this. I got a canvas of my one of one <laughs> Mike Trout Super Fractor card, dude. That's amazing. It's awesome. They did such a good job. It's so clear. I know you have that it's, one. It beats this, my Mike Trout Live Series <laughs> card. So I know okay. you have that one. I, I was there when you got that one. But I need I need that Otani cover so I can put that on a canvas and just and have them both back to back, side by side like that. I, it, that would look perfect in the office. I wanted to show you that because I didn't That's tell you amazing. about it beforehand. That's great. So you CVS could do that? Yeah, CVS does like uh, uh canvas prints, regular prints, all that Not stuff. CVS. Really? You got a special edition CVS. That's <laughs> what you got. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. Joey, that looks awesome. Yeah, I'm putting now this you're up. Putting ideas cool. in my head. Like now I could probably make more of these like print out cards and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah if go back to your original point with the poster. Yeah. I mean, if anyone's listening, SDS want to make more posters put them on i mean I, not just for us i mean for the whole community we will be absolutely I, hey if they made a poster instead of a hat i would still be like yo sign me up yeah and and there there was a clip of somebody getting a poster or a, a, a enlarged version of the cover i don't remember where that was or where i saw that but i did see that somewhere yeah um it was some japanese twitter account um they apparently had video when atani actually saw the cover like the printout like you said that was atani looking at it oh that and, okay yeah yeah and i don't know where that video came from i just saw it on twitter and i saw the screenshots as well and i was like yo i'll, I'll give me all my money i'll there give was, you all my money there was something else something else i think either oh, in that oh, same video 
we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Well, yeah, we'll I don't want to jump the gun. I, I'm too excited. We'll, we'll, we will get to that. But yeah, <laughs> something that we talked about last week is confirmed, and uh, we should see it rather soon, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, we got to ease into it. <laughs> we, we got a whole podcast to do. Uh, but yeah, Tani is on the MVP Digital Deluxe. And you know, it's funny, you brought up the point how Jackie was the only one where we saw him donating the cover for those editions. Same, I mean, in 19, they didn't even have a player on the MVP edition. And it's actually one of my favorite. I wish I had it with me. But if you look up the MLB Show 19 MVP edition, it's just basically a picture of home base and the steel cover. I don't was, remember that. Let me see that one. Let me let me try to look this up real quick. Show show you. It is one of my favorites because just the way it. I think it's nineteen. It could. Yeah, it's nineteen. Here, oh, I'll, that's right. The steel book. The steel book. The steel book. It's all. It's I, all the dirt in the middle of it. Is the plate? Yeah. yeah. I love this cover, and it doesn't even have a player. It's just. It, the 19 is like a broded on the home plate and it just stands out. Um, so yeah, I and, then, I was... and then with 18, cause I'm looking at it now. I was curious. 18. It was like a locker. Yes. Remember with that? Judge locker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. I, I don't know why people go up and ray with it, but you know, and 17 was the Griffey Jersey. Yeah. See, we got spoiled last year with the Jackie <laughs> thing. Everybody's assuming now that it's going to be a legend when that was the outlier. That wasn't even the rule. Exactly. So uh, I don't know. I don't, actually, the Griffey one's really nice too. I forgot. Yeah, that one was really nice. I don't know, I don't know how we rank that. But we'll, we'll get to that in one minute because I want to go to edition details and now bring back the covers into play here. Mm -hmm. And um, if you haven't seen yet or haven't done your pre-orders yet and want to know what comes into the MVP edition and digital deluxe, I'm just going to run it down real quick just so you guys have a real reminder um, especially if you're listening to this and really want to know four days early access first can confirm for uh, it's on April 1st, April Fool's Day. Ho hopefully they don't pull the ultimate trick. Although for you West Coast, it just comes out the 31st. So they wouldn't do that to Let's us. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I get to play I, this I, game I, next month, Scuffy. I, I legit once 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 they confirmed the early access, put my PTO in because I usually take that week. I know I'm weird. I take a PTO week, but I have unlimited PTO on my job. So we're good. Um, and Lurie, 10 minutes later, I see email got approved. I, I was like, that's the quickest PTO I ever see improved. <laughs> and I was very happy. It's um, like they knew. Yeah. It's like they knew every, every time I, it's funny because it's my manager who's been my manager for multiple years, regardless what job. So he must know by that time or a year, this is where I always, uh, take that week off. But anyway, Four, four days already access. Um, and now I'm going to the MVP edition. Um, one diamond choice pack, two gold choice packs, one ball uh, player pack, 10 to show packs. It's pretty similar to the previous years. Double daily login rewards, cover athlete theme bat skin, and then 10K subs. Now for the digital deluxe, as you know, that's the more expensive one. That one goes for 100, where the MVP goes for 84.99. And remember, this has dual timing for PS4 and PS5 as well. Um, now, what do you get in the digital deluxe? You get 25k stubs, cover athlete theme, bat skin, double daily, same thing, one ball player pack, 20 of the show packs, doubles in that, five choice packs, three more packs of those, one diamond choice pack, and then uh, the subject I want to cover, like after this, is the one cover athlete diamond choice pack. Now, because we did have this type of choice pack before, 
was I think it was for twenty. Um, when we had either the Gold Harper, the Gold Griffey, and the Gold Judge, mm-hmm. and now they're bringing that back for twenty two, but this time it's going to be a diamond. Now, I I, I want to ask you the question, and I want to put all all the players that the previous who don't LVG show covers, and I want to know: Is there anyone that you want that's not in the game that you're hoping that is the game? to be in that diamond choice pack or would you rather take someone from recent years like a tattoos bias uh griffey or judge harper and stuff like that i'm i'm leaving that to open wherever you want to go with um let me hear it it's a tough question because i feel like with that pack assuming the attributes are what i would expect I feel like my choice would probably be Tatis at the end of the day. I feel like when you combine all of those cover athletes together, Fernando early game would be sick. But I, man, if, okay. If we're talking, if they're going to get other cover athletes mm-hmm. that they haven't gotten in before, if they're not going to do it like 19, where it's just a few of the guys. If they really go all out and have all of the uh, old cover athletes in this pack, I, I would probably, and I wasn't taking Tatis, I would say David Wright. Oh, okay. I would say David Wright, because I'm thinking Ryan Howard, but I'm like, there's going to be a ton of good first basemen. I'm worried that he might turn into a Prince Fielder type. I still want him in the game, but I think David Wright at third base early game would be a pretty sick card. You would do that over to Bauer to have a diamond catcher right from the rip. Can't lie, I didn't think about Maurer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with it. Yeah, I'm going David Wright. Just, just having that big, heavy right-handed bat in the middle of the lineup, a perfect three-hitter to start the year. Yeah, I'll take David Wright. But you're right, Maurer's a good pick. Yeah, if if they go with that, um, I'll go with the Olo covers first. I'll probably pick Maurer. I know, even as a Met fan. I'll probably somehow try to get it right, but um, I would probably go with Maurer and just have a catcher off the rip. Now, I, I, I put this in like, in just, this is tinfoil. This is just out of the world. What if they just brought back when they were 989 Sports when they did the LMOB game? If you guys didn't know, before SDS um, was t- took over and um, released MLB show, it used to just be MLB whatever year it was, that would be 2006, 2003, 2004, and so on. And that was when they were 9-8 sports. Eventually, 9-8 sports got merged to the SCAA, which which SES took over and made MLB this show. Now, those, just imagine they played homage. I don't know why to those covers, we could have got like an Eric Chavez. We could have got like a Bernie Williams, a Mo Vaughn. And then in 2003, Cougs, who joined the cover? Big Barry himself. Oh, Barry Bonds. But it will never happen. But yeah. it's, it, when I was looking back, I was like, oh, well, wait a second. Barry Bonds was on the cover and it had some relationship, even though it's minical, some relationship with SDS. But, it, you know, that's a whole 20 years like, ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> so. uh, but just imagine, like, I was like, just put my tinfoil, you know, 2023, 20 year edition from MLB 2003, get Barry on the cover. No, it's great. I'm, I'm in bro. I mean, if wish. that's what it takes, I'm in. 
I wish. Um, <laughs> but going back to who I pick, I would definitely pick Maurer if, if they brought them back. Um, if it's recent players, I'm with you. I'll probably get someone up the middle. I'm more, I really love Bias's swing. So I'd probably be more prone to bias. I expect, like you expect, there, there had to be like 88 overalls, just like we saw with the TA1 this year yeah. with uh, the 42 series. So it should be a very similar boat to that. And yeah, I, I'm excited to doing that again, though. I really am. Um, it's cool to see. It gives that extra. I mean, digital deluxe, I mean, for us, if you play the game all year round or just play it DD a lot, that's the version we would recommend. Um, if you're new to game, I wouldn't even say get even the MVP edition. If you're new to game, just get the standard edition and you'll work your way into getting all these cards, get used to the DD. And then if it's this game is like the least free to play, I mean, pl- free to play, play to win type of game. So you'd be fine. Um, yeah, where you are. Yeah. You, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with all of this extra content. While at the end of the day, it's good. It gives you a nice little head start, but like y- you don't need it. Like you're, you will be fine if you just get the standard edition. So, yeah. The only thing though is that you don't get early access. If you really yeah. want to play the game like as it comes out, but you don't want to, you know, you don't really care about all the extra stuff, you will only get early access if you get the MVP or digital deluxe. So just keep that in mind. Yep. And if you're on Xbox and you're a new player looking to play, just don't get, uh, just wait until Tuesday. Get for free. Yeah, on Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> on Game Pass. Yeah. If you have Game Pass, that is. Anyway, um, one thing they didn't do, and I actually um I want to give them praise for. Usually when they in I think it was for when MV Show 20 was coming out, um, if you pre-ordered, you got a free finest hobby bias, right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but this year they went with the same route, but they made it free, um, where you, you don't need a pre-ordering game, and they gave us finest hitting Atani in the shop for free until forever pretty much yeah, i don't so, think he goes away yeah I, I don't think so too so i i haven't got to play with him because i've been on my br fiend and i, I haven't seen him in any of my drafts i do want to make a point with that Atani and br but i want to ask you first because knowing you you probably played once once that drops and uh got the feel of Atani, and i'm curious on your first opinion on that finest Atani this year uh, I mean, hitting wise, he's about exactly the same as the other 99. Um, the weird thing is that you can't like, so obviously he's got starting pitcher and relief pitcher as secondary positions on the card, which is one of the the really unique things about Otani. But on a card that's a primary right fielder, you can't toggle to see the pitching stats. I think you can only see them when you actually have them on the mound in the game. And so I'm not 100% sure how they compare to the other one. Um, but the thing I like about this Otani, or the thing that is more unique, is you know, obviously you get his hitting, but if you do want to use him as a pitcher, all you have to do is you have to put him on the bench. And then when the pitcher spot comes up, you pinch hit with this Otani, and then you just don't take him out when the next inning rolls around. Now, he pitch, he's got the same pitch mix as the other card. I think the hits per nine are pretty similar. You know, all that type of stuff is similar. The thing is, though, I don't know exactly what happens to his energy. I don't know if his energy ever resets. I don't know if he's always green energy when you bring him off the bench like that, if the game recognizes that. Um, so I'm I'm curious how they're going to do 
Otani next year? If they're going to have him as the same primary position pitcher, are they going to change the system now that we have a guy like this and then possibly, you know, opening the door to more dudes that play a similar style to him toward like down the line? Like it's, it, it opens up a lot of possibilities with a card like this, but at the end of the day, just off how I played, it's Otani. I, I'm 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 not that great with Otani in the game, but he's my favorite card to use just because of how unique he is. Oh, without doubt. And that's what you were going over. That's why I want to bring up for BR with this Otani. This is legit the best BR player that you could get ever, if you think of it. Just by what you could do. And I don't think his I think his stamina probably resets. Yep. You could legitimately so, use this guy every guy every game if you want to, I think. In BR. You have a 99 diamond pitcher. You have a 99 diamond hitter. Now, do know if you're away, you're, you're probably, you're probably, you know, it's not going to work out that well for you. But if you're home, it'll work out for you. Got it because, easy. Yeah. Um. So you got to make that gamble, but still have that opportunity. I, that's what I'm going to do, though. Once I get him, I, I'm going to make sure I use him and see what happens and see how it goes with him in BR, see how many times I can use him per game. And go from there, but yeah, uh, the best uh, the best BR player we ever have, without a doubt. Um, Old claim. Yep. So, I mean, we'll see what happens next year, but right now he's the best one. Anyway, um, we got the finders of Tani. We we don't have over the addition details. I don't think we missed anything else before we move on. Just double checking. No, we're all good. Um, yeah, I think we're so, good. So let's move on. Now we got the cover, right? We, we all got the cover. SES been posting pretty much almost daily. Hey, Tony's on the cover pre-order game here to show.com. Now, when do we expect to hear news next, Coos? When when do we get that, you know, either that stream schedule that everyone wants or a little tease of gameplay? Well, I, I kind of did some digging today. I did a little digging. A little detective, little bored. detective Scuffy. <laughs> yes, uh, Detective Scuffy on the case, right? Um so I, I looked when we got news after from last year um, after the Tatis cover dropped. Now, why did I use last year for a reference? That's because they're pretty much doing the same type of format. We're getting features, which they already indicated. So I just want to see what happened last year and see how it segues into when we might get news this year. Now, last year, we the first thing that we got after the cover was a little gameplay video to play with your style. The first appearance between the infamous coach and Tatis together of multiple videos to come. And that happened on February 10th. Today is February 7th. You'll probably listen to this tomorrow on Tuesday, which is February 8th. So that means we're close. We are close to getting more news, I believe, whether it's this week or early next week. And the order, and we were trying to figure this out, Coos, uh, before the podcast, where... After that, they started dropping about a minute to three minute videos of different type of things that are coming to MLB Show 21, and they dropped on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And That's I right. remember we were discussing before. I remember there was one day that we didn't get a video, and we were spending the uh, even the whole community is like, "Where's Coach?" And they yeah. made him as a missing person. It was great, um, just by us wanting more news, but. Just a reminder, we, we we're close. And the first feature that we didn't get, um, well, the first feature that we did get last year was dropped on March 11th. So we might be a little bit 
ways away for our first feature video, but there should be some type of news coming out. Well, I, I hope that they go Tuesdays and Thursdays again, man. I hope, I hope, uh, to, well, I guess if you're listening to this, I hope today we get something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with waiting a little bit for the features. I mean, the game's release date is not going to shift or move. It, it's coming out on the fifth or it's coming out on the first, whatever. So, I mean, we can try to like figure out like when we can expect news and stuff. But at the end of the day, I just, I just want to have that schedule so I know like when, you know, to plan things out, when I'm supposed to set days free, because I'm, I'm really excited for this year's game. I really think they could do some really cool things. And I, I, I'm ready to start hearing things, man. MLB The Show 21, we've played it a while. It's run its course. We're in that season. We want new stuff. We want this information. Feed it to me, SDS. Give it to me now. Tired yeah, of waiting. That's how it feels. I mean, I feel like um, we're, we're, we're playing the waiting game now. Although, I, I got to give it to you. Um, it is February 7th, and it comes out less than two, two months, which I don't know about you, but it kind of already feels like it's going quicker than last year for me i don't know why that is well la- the, i think the difference is last year we didn't have this um prior you know experience of getting the cover yeah. athlete in february as opposed to november december whenever we used to get the cover athlete a lot earlier so the fact that we were in a pandemic year and then yeah. we had you know the the very very delayed announcement of the cover and everything i think everything kind of just molded into a a very heavy waiting game that plus the fact the game came out mid-april last year not the beginning of april or march like previous years there were a lot of factors that went into the long wait of 21 dropping we played mlb 20 for 13 months Jeez, yeah that hour that feels ages ago but you're correct because we got the cover i actually don't mind it now if this is the way they do it now um, I kind of like them doing it on. I think they they'll probably continue doing it on January thirty first because yeah. that's uh, Jackie Robinson's birthday, and they now shout out to SES to continue in doing um, the one dollar to the foundation um, if you order MVP edition or digital deluxe. So I can see January thirty first being like okay, we're we're going to announce a cover each day unless it's on the, like a weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see that. Um, I forgot to go over this though. Um, so the order that we got, we got that tease video that I mentioned, and then we got a tech test. I'm not sure if we're getting a tech test for 22, but if we're going to get a tech test, they're going to announce it. I assume quick because they announced it on February 11th last year. And Hey, that, that's four days from now. And remember the game drops a little bit later. So if we get a tech test, I expect to hear announcement, maybe, either this week or next as well. So be on the lookout for that, which, you know, yeah. Uh, hey, Any way to play MLB show 22 a little early. I know it's like the alpha or beta, whatever you want to call it, even though we can't talk about, it, but still that'll just get the, get the days. Yeah, no, rolling I, quicker. And the thing is, is that if we're going to get a tech test, it's going to happen soon because they need to get that data so they can implement all their stuff so they can make tweaks they need to make before the game launches. So if we're getting a tech test, I would expect at the very least an announcement at the end of this week at, at, at I don't know if I'm going to say the absolute latest, but they need to get that data. So I, if we're going to get a tech test, I would expect that soon. I don't, I, and you know, 
I feel like the tech test in previous years has been a good thing. It gets people, you know, a chance to play the game. It gets people, you know, uh, a good opportunity to give feedback. So I hope they do it. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun. Um, and for me, last year was great because I got addicted to pinball. Yeah, early. Early. You were ready. I was I was ready day one. I was like, yo, I'm getting this down, make sure I'll be able to do this. And I was on that's all I did. Even because you were able to do it like after the tech test, you could just roll in. That's right. That's right. You could do like custom practice, yeah. And then uh and I, I, I remember uh during the tech test last year, I had uh kyle and adam hanging out at my apartment for a few days and you know we were gonna go like get some lunch we were gonna go to the beach you know we were just gonna hang out and and do nothing and then i think adam started up the tech test on the ps5 and we were playing that for like two or three hours we were just (laughs) just having so much fun figuring out pinpoint it was great yeah and i think it'll also be great especially since we're getting a new user base as well with the nintendo switch um i know a lot of users that have xbox ps5 they may have switch as well but still there's did you hear how many speaking of switch like first off over the last year i think it sold over a hundred million consoles or something like that in the Japan. switch yeah i i i forgot what so i wish i had this prepared Forgive i think dimu might have tweeted it um but yeah I, let's just say there there was a lot of um switch consoles that were bought last year and it's only going to increase this game even more with the user base um it's going to make it's very exciting it's very exciting to look towards this i'm so looking in a day where i'm just watching my mech game and you know grinding away whether that's just moments or whether this mini season mode is or whatever it is um i'm ready i found i found the tweet by the way um from from br gaming the Nintendo Switch has sold 103 plus million units and counting, officially beating the Nintendo's Wii 101 plus million units sold for the number one spot. So it's Nintendo's best selling console ever. That's crazy. That's great. So I mean, I, I've been playing Pokemon recently. I've been. <laughs> I need to get old. new. Uh, I need to get new Joy Cons. I got Joy Con drift. Oh, really? Yeah, I need to get oh, that. Man. Plus, I need to get another dock so I could have it set up in the, the office so that way I can stream it. There we go. Too much, too much to do, man. And there's always a lot too much to do, but <laughs> but yeah, that that's a pretty much a broad overview or expectation of what we have when to expect news next. I'm sure we'll be talking about much more on next week's episode. Um speaking of next week and this week, and um the following week after that, we, we kind of want to do a segment because um, we all love these moments. We always love when the new game starts to come out and we start predicting things, whether that's features, whether that's new legends. And that's what we're going to get to today is actually the new legends. I, I wanted to bring this to the table where we start, you know, give you a little bit more segments. Um, so we thought of doing um, one division from each league, AL and NL. And then we're going to give one legend we want from each team. We did this before the podcast together, um, but we didn't tell who we picked. So this, if we picked the same legend, just fair warning, we did do this at the same time. We didn't discuss who we thought. And I thought this was a great way for us to, you know, just, you know, talk about new legends that we want. Who wouldn't want to talk about new legends that we want in this game? There's about over 200 plus, I'm sure, we won one in this game. I'm telling you, I, 
before we get to this goose, I, the BR player in me, I want more mid-tier to low-tier legends just because of that. Like, give me my Stevie back. Yeah. <laughs> I want my Stevie Pierce back. There's uh, many other cards. Mark Reynolds, I love back now. Anyway, let's 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 start this segment. So this is one legend from NO East teams and AO East teams. You pick which uh, which league we go with first. So we the cover athletes and AL boy. Let's go with the American League. Let's okay. Go with the, let's start, start with the AL you East. Start you start out because you know your team you root for is in the AL. So okay. Um. So let's let's go with the Orioles first. Just start off easy. Um, the le- I think the legend that I would most want to see from the Orioles in 22, I'm going to go Mike Mussina. All right. So we're one out one getting the same thing. So far. <laughs> but it makes most, most sense because what is the meta right now? And he had to, he, I believe he had a nasty color alongside his knuckle curve. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, even that, it's like you look at, you know, he can get a signature, he can get a prime, he can get a single season card. Seven out of nine seasons, he finished in his time with actually seven out of 10, sorry, seven out of 10 seasons with Baltimore, he finished top six in the Cy Young voting or higher. So, I mean, like this dude for a long period of time, basically all the way through the 90s, was just a stud in that Orioles rotation. And, you know, I want to see more 90s and 2000s legends. And the funny thing is, I have more knowledge of Mike Mussina as a Yankee than I do as an Oriole because I didn't really start watching baseball until like around 2004. So I don't really even have any memories of him pitching with the Orioles, but just off his, you know, his career stats, he was definitely, I think, better as an Oriole. And, you know, he could work as a Yankee if we're going AL East, but Mike Mussina would be would be a really good addition for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and he's a hall of famer. I mean, pretty much what else you had to say. And speaking of the hall of fame, I was trying to figure out like what new series cards they could do. How about like a hall of fame series type of card? So, so let me, okay. If we're doing that, what, what would that entail? Series, it's just basically a signature series card. Just rebranded. If you think of it, just give a little different flair card art. That's all okay. I'm thinking about. So, so no, no current players could have a, a obviously a Hall of Fame card. Do they yes. still get a signature? Could we still get like you know if Kyle Seeger was still yeah, playing? Yeah, 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 still yeah. Get a signature. Signature. yeah, yeah. I'm just okay. saying, just, just uh, we all love to see different type of card art and different yeah. types of yeah, 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 yeah. Like we saw with the milestone, milestone did great with that, and now I'm predicting later it's going to be like some type of Hall of Fame series. I don't know. I'm I down. I'm, I'm down. Just, all right. Um, I, I assume we're flip flopping, so I'll do yep. Blue Jays. Whatever you want, AL East. All right, Blue Jays. I got Carlos Degado, first baseman. I was thinking of putting him. He wasn't exactly who I put it though. I was thinking of him though. Yeah, I just you know I I, I mean it's kind of mess buys too. Being a Met fan, I always love Carlos Degado, but I loved his swing, man. I remember playing the MVP baseball five days, and I, I he was always has to be on my team. You have that nice. Uh, sweet the uh the sweet lefty swing of his. He'll have high power numbers as well. I thought he should have had a little bit more more room to get into the Hall of Fame, but you know, didn't happen for him. But still, Carlos Legato would love uh in MLB Show Twenty Two. Nice, don't hate that pick at all. I like it. Um, for the Jays, so this is a weird one because this guy will fit for both divisions. For the Jays, I'm going Roy Halladay. I was thinking about putting him as my Phillies pick, but I have some other Phillies that, you know, I feel like I could throw in there. Roy Halladay for the Jays. 
got to be mine. I mean, there's, I don't even need to explain. It's Roy Halladay. Like, you know, everybody knows the greatness of Roy Halladay. And, you know, I've had countless people in the community tell me like, oh, yeah, my number one legend. I want to see Roy Halladay. Like, I I would love to see him back in the game. So I'm going with him. Yeah, uh, I hands down, I would love him in the game. Um, little, Little tidbit, I did pick him for my Phillies. So, okay, okay. I, I have another Phillies in mind, so I'll see what you have to say first, and then I can rebound off that. Nope, um, nope. So we'll go for that. But yeah, I had. A, I mean, dude was just a monster. Um, he there. He has his own name. He's like we know about the Maddox, right? When you get below 100 uh, pitches in a complete game shutout. Yep. We also have the holiday. The holiday is ending the game within under two hours. Yeah. <laughs> in the complete game. So. It, it, when you have something like that, you just know how great a pitcher you were um, in that era. And he did it at the time where, you know, it was tough being a pitcher, but he made it look easy. Um, he made it look effortless. And it's just, I always admired him. Yeah. Um, you want to do Rays next? Well, uh, is it my pick or your pick? It's, I think your, it's your time. I just pick? went first. Yeah, we, we can do race. Let's do race. Um, okay. So mine is actually a guy that, was recently in MLB The Show, um, and I would love to see him back because he just has so much versatility. Ben Zobrist. Yes. Ben Zobrist. Yeah, I mean, not, not even necessarily like the best card ever or anything like that, but just he's got the switch hitting. He's got the, the versatility all over the field, can play basically any position other than catcher. And from what I remember, his swing was pretty good. I think he was in... Oh, his swing was amazing. Was it 20 or 21? I don't remember. Um like whatever his last year was, but he was, he was a really fun card to use. Plus you could give him lower overall versions like that, that gold, the gold one. Was postseason. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Ben's yeah, Oberst- the gold live series was great when he was there overall. I mean, any switch hitter at this point in MLB show is always yeah. out to be really good. Um, I went with someone who else was also in MLB show before, and that is the other Upton brother. BJ Upton. Ooh. We had a 93 uh postseason BJ Upton when he was a 93. That was in MLB 17. I think yep. that was before he went up to the 125. So that 93 could be like uh it could jump up. That could jump up. I, I'm trying to look at Daddy Leagues right now. I mean, it doesn't jump off the plate. Oh, this is not the one that I wanted. Um I was trying to look for his attributes, but I think is- I, I think I have it. Hang on. Uh, right here, BJ Upton. Yeah, 69, 65 contact, 80, 84 power, 78 fielding, 87 arm strength, 93 speed. Um, doesn't jump off the bat. Doesn't jump off the bat, but once again, this is pre-125 attributes. This is when they had the 99 cap. Plus, that is a, a more of, like, he would be sick for BR with, like, the mid-contact, high mm-hmm. power, good fielding type stuff. He would be a amazing br card yeah so and i would love love him in the game and then get the upton brothers back in the game so we get that uh let's move on to the red sox red sox this is kind of easy for me um seven times cy younger roger comes nice Rocket. figured i'm not sure how we play in the game what do you get outlier I don't know. I don't. I don't remember what he was hitting on the fastball. I forget what he was. Hit. I know he hit high velocity, but I wasn't sure if it was like up to 100. I think it was up to like 97, 98 at his prime. He did have. He would have a sinker, I believe. Um, they'll probably use that instead of split finger, um, which was absolutely dirty. Um, yeah. But yeah, Roger comes. Just you know, 
I mean, when seven time Cy Young awarder, you, you figure you won. for himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. He's a great pick. He, he I was going to pick him, but I, I just had a feeling that was going to be the easy pick and I wanted to try to do something different. Um, okay. so I went with no more. I was, it's, it's, honest to God, it was between him and no more. <laughs> I'm glad we picked different. If I you would have said no more, I would have just said Clemens just so we had something different. I thought Manny would be the easiest choice, and I didn't want to do Manny. So yeah. it was between Roger and No More, and I was debating, oh, man, which one do I do? But, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you picked No More, man. Yeah, I mean, No More would be a sick card. Obviously, would probably either get a prime or a signature with the Red Sox. Um, he he just, you know, back-to-back seasons with an OPS over 1,000. Some people say he was the best shortstop in the American League East in the <laughs> – Late 90s, early 2000s, man. Some people say it. I don't know if I'm on that train or not, but um, Nomar would be a, a cool addition. Plus, just like a fun stance. I hope they do all the things yeah, with, his, with his batting gloves and everything. Like, they got to they gotta add that. If they're going to add the Soto shuffle, they got to add the Nomar, you know, the, the batting glove stuff. And, I, I, oh, sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say you said it perfectly. I, I can't add anything on. You, you pretty much said everything. So continue. Yeah, and then so that'll just lead me right into the the Yankees. Uh, you know, we talked about him earlier. Got to go Jeter. Going Jeter, okay. Going Jeter. Right. Uh, it's, just, it's too iconic. Got to be in the game. Yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. Um, and even if he did get, like, be part of the game, they we know, we know they will boost up his attributes. 100%. Um, 100%, yeah. This is, and I made, I made this type of joke. It was like, if Jeter's in the game, that that tells me we're going to get some type of golden ticket in the game where someone could get a golden ticket and make Jeter's defense like the best ever. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Just throw the community or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeter's is never a bad choice. Um, I think uh, so. That'd be great to have him a game. Um, I went with one of my personal favorite Yankees. Let me say that once again, my personal favorite Yankees. I'm a Met fan, but does that, does that give you like a sour taste. <laughs> no, because I really like the dude. Um, there's a lot of Yankees. I, I liked back in the day. And this one, um, this is the BR in me. Um, you'll know why. And that's Bernie Williams. I had a feeling you were going to say Bernie. Bernie Williams, switch hitting center fielder. He'll have multiple different type of cards, and they'll all be high contact, but with a little pop as well. Extre- it just screams a better Aaron Hicks for me. And mm. if I could get a better, a better Aaron Hicks, probably times, times five or times ten of him, just because his swing is so great, too. He has that little... Crouch stance. Oh, I I love number fifty one in the game. Um, so that yeah, that that was my pick. I I know probably some Yankee fans like you. You said Jeter, so they're probably thinking I'm going to say like Joey D. But I went Bernie. Yeah, and and just just so everybody's clear, by the way, just be if we're saying one player, that doesn't mean we don't want another player in here. We're either saving that pick for another team that that player played for. Or it's just our personal preference on why we want to see that guy in. So if you're saying, you know, oh, why wouldn't you say like A-Rod for the Yankees or something <laughs> like that? Feel free to leave it in the comments. We encourage you guys to say something in the comments for sure. But, you know, maybe we'll talk about A-Rod when we talk about a different division. Or maybe, you know, where we just like to talk about other players. So just keep that in mind when we're naming all this stuff. Um, but now we're moving on to the the NL East. We got all the yeah, NL East teams. I'll, I'll start with my Mets. Because I it. figured that's the way. Um, this is hard for me. This is really hard for me um, because there's multiple Mets I want. Of course, I won't write back, but I'm, I wasn't going to include them. 
Um, the struggle is between the two players from 1986 team. And if you're listening in BMF and you know exactly who I'm going to say, and that's between Doc and Daryl. Who I want and why would I want them? And out of them two, I mean, I first off, I could have named Agar Alfonso, who is one of my favorite players. Todd Huntley would never be in the game, but he'll be an ultimate BR card. So training catcher would be like the silver Posada on steroids. Um, but I went with Doc. I mean, the the numbers he put uh, as a pitcher and what he could bring to this game with his curveball uh, is 12 to 6, which is going to be like a 69 mile an hour curveball with his dominating fastball. I don't know how it's going to play with the meta, but just with that signature windup of his and just him being the game, I, I just would love to see it. Um, who I would reference what he probably looked like is probably like a Bob Gibson type of card, mm-hmm. um, to be honest with you. Um, won't be like the upper tier type of player. His H per nine might be really good, though. That's the thing. If we're, if we're factoring H per nine, just like we did this year in 21, then the stock could be really, really good. Nice. I like it. I like the pick. Um, yeah, I, I, I went with, uh, I went with, with David Wright. I mean, I figured since you said him for the other segment, so yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, when I did the all time Mets video this year, you know, just the left side of the infield was so sad. There was no (laughs) Jose Reyes. There was no David Wright, you know, whoever you want to put there, it just didn't look right. And, you know, you know, like, not to take away anything from from Gooden, obviously, but like you can get away with, you know, Jacob deGrom and, and Tom Seaver and guys like that in the rotation. But the, just the left side of the infield for the all-time Mets just looks so sad. It's got to be David Wright. Plus, I think he would be a sick card. Last time I, we had him, I believe, was was it 17 or 18? I think 18. 18. And, you know, I, I, I enjoyed using him. At the end of the day, 18 wasn't the best year for, you know, other cards that weren't immortals. But, um... Really fun card, and you know you got to get Captain America back, bro. Got to do it. Exactly. Right before next year with the WBC, then they could probably do WBC cards, but that's here for another subject here, Cooks. But yeah, David Wright would be great. His gold card in seventeen was one of my favorite cards to use in it just in ranked and then BR eventually. Yeah, I remember McGuncy just losing it over <laughs> that that gold. David Wright, and he will put him even in his God Squad. That's that's how like great that card was for him. And yeah, with his swing, with a two handed swing of his, and now seeing how two handed swings, I for me personally, I really love. And I think they're I don't know what it is with two handed swings in this game, but they just I, I just love to use them. Whether it's the Patrick Wisdoms, the Tio Hernandez, the Suarez, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll he'll fit right into this game. They did nerf him his 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 end game card in eighteen, but um now with milestone was nerfed in eighteen. Thirty thirty? Sick milestone. Hey, that that signed me up. Um yep. all in. Yeah. So um, uh, that's messed now. Phillies. Phillies works. Um, so you know, as we were saying earlier, obviously Roy Halliday would be a good pick, but I used him for the Jays. Uh this is gonna make Shelfie happy. Uh, Ryan Howard is my pick for the Phillies. Now, I will say, I hope that if Ryan Howard comes into the game, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, I really hope they don't give him the Prince Fielder treatment. So when Prince Fielder, you know, a new legend into MLB The Show 21, when he finally got his 99, he got a 99 home run derby card. And I didn't think the card was that bad. I thought it was like like a cool card or whatever. But they put him in the same collection that you also needed to get 99 Pete Alonso 
and they, you know, just and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won All Star Game MVP. So you got ninety nine Vlad. Plus, right before that, I'm pretty sure you got ninety nine Eddie Murray. Like so many good first basemen came out by the time ninety nine Prince Fielder came out. I really hope they don't do that same thing with Ryan Howard. I feel like he could easily fall into that same trap. So if they were going to give Ryan Howard a card this year, I hope that they give him his best card very early on in the game, maybe May, maybe early June, something like that. Let me play with a good Ryan Howard, and then you know if he gets phased out, he gets phased out. But at least I got some time to use him on the God Squad. Yeah, I agree. Um, what you said there, especially for like multiple cards like that, um, you like to see them early. Like we're, the Heath Bell, I guess. You could put that what we just got for a prime example, ninety one milestone. That could have got released. That could have got released in a collection. That could have been the Padres yeah. collection. What did we get? Ryan Klesko or something? Yeah, the, the, that exactly. That could have been the Padres collection. I didn't even think of that. So um there's multiple cards like that. And I do agree. And I I Selfie posted something about Howard today, and I had to look up his silver card, his rookie silver card. And that card would be rather like a Matt Adams. Ryan O'Hearn type of silver card if you guys use them in BR. So, and if you like his swing, it'd be great. It'd be like a Chris Davis as well, his little silver card. Um, so I will love to see uh, Ryan Howard in the game. Now, I said, Doc, before, I actually have another Philly, and it's not that second baseman, which I'll never mention his name <laughs> out of my mouth on this freaking podcast, okay? So that's not happening. But it is outfielder, Mets legend, Phillies legend, Bobby Abreu. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I like it. Angels legend, too. Yeah, Angels legend as well. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So his 2004 season, he, his OPS was 971. He had 30 home runs, 105 RBIs, hit over 300 at 301. What else did he do here, Cougs? He had 40 stolen bases and get, mm. guess what? Over 120 walks. How good could this card be? It would be like a silver slugger, which he got. It's a 99, I think. Like a 98 to oh, 99 yeah. border type of card. Yeah. I think this would be a nice little legend getting the MLB show. That's a really, really good pick. I like it. I, did, I don't remember if he won, but he was in a home run derby at least once or twice, right? He Yes, he had to have been. Yeah. He didn't do well. I think it was in Pittsburgh he didn't do well when David Wright won. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I just I know I know I don't remember how he did, but I know he was in at least one. Wasn't he in the one in Yankee Stadium? Hold on. Hold on. Bobby Abreu home run derby. Let's see. 2005. Um Bobby Abreu sets record at the home oh. run derby. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, a then record uh 41 homers. Including a then record twenty four in the first round. So yeah, Bobby Abreu did go crazy in the Derby. That's yeah, right. He did. All right. Yeah, that'd be one twenty five, one twenty five power home run Derby card. Oh yeah. Did. Oh boy, they would think of that. Yeah. So there's hot. Um, oh, I almost said this. Well, I was just saying what segue. I was about to blow it. I was about to. I was about to say the next name. I was going to say Bobby Abreu, but the next name I was going to say is my Braves legend, and that's Javi Lopez. Nice. Where we have Andrew Jones. We already have Chipper. We already have Glavin, Maddox, Smoltz. David Justice. Another name. David Justice, exactly. Another name during those 90, 90 uh, Braves is Javi Lopez, the catcher. And get this season. 2003, Silver Slugger. This is probably be a 99 as well. He finished in the top five in MVP voting that year. Hit um, His OPS was over 1,000. 
is he had 43 home runs, 109 RBIs, 150 hits, and hit 328. Almost, almost a 700 slugging. Yep. That's like, that's intense. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. So he would be an absolute monster as well in this game. And this is another, another, like you said, 90s to 2000s legends that we would love to see in the game. And he just fits that mold very well. Yeah. That would be Braves for me. Um, okay. So my Braves, uh, it, it's going to be a guy that was recently in the game. He wasn't in the game this year. Uh, Dale Murphy. Oh, okay. Now, who did you think I was going to say? I was going to ask you if it's another catcher. No, 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 no. That, that, that are you talking about McCann? Yeah, I was thinking McCann. Yeah, McCann would be cool. But but Dale Murphy, I there's multiple reasons I want him back in the game. Number one, I actually thought his cards played way above their attributes. He Great. always had um, like really good attributes against righties. And then, you know, naturally would just play a little bit better against lefties just because of the matchup. But he was one of the cards in MLB 20 that never got a good version. They just gave him his 91, and that was the only card he got. He never got that 99. So he needs redemption. He needs to get back into MLB the show this year, and they actually need to give him a 99 by the end of the year to do him right because they did him dirty. That 91 was way too good to not get a 99 in the game. So Dale Murphy, need him back. Yeah, I agree. I love this swing. I loved his – I actually liked the, uh, that David one when he had the reverse splits. Yep against righties because i loved reverse splits but i still do um so yeah i would i love to back in the game should right, be a hall saver too yeah let's uh let's move to the miami marlins um okay so the marlins interesting i just recorded the all-time miami Marlins marlins miami marlins video today and it was actually pretty good i think the major guy that they had missing from the offense this year was hanley but i'm going with a pitcher and that's going to be dontrell um, okay. he, you know, has been very vocal that he wants to be in the game. Yeah. And I still understand why he's not in the game. Yeah. And, I, and even tips, he's a Marlins fan. You'd think he'd be all over that. Um, but, uh, and I don't think Don Trell would necessarily be like that great in the game. I think he would be more of a fun card to use, you know, a cool windup, a cool delivery, just a little bit of swagger on the mound when he's out there. Dontrell would be a lot of fun and it would give me a lot of nostalgia because he had my favorite windup growing up. He, he was just, it was so much fun to, to, to emulate and, and imitate. He was, he was the man. So Dontrell is my Marlins guy. Yeah. I, I had him for one of my wish lists as well. Um, he's not my pick for now, but that was definitely one of them. I always had, I, I think I, once I knew he wanted to be part of the game, I kind of was like, all right, he's eventually going to be in. Right. And then yeah. all of a sudden he's not, but his 2005 season, by the way, um, he was an all-star. That's where he had 2.63 ERA, and he struck out 6.5. It, it's still, like you said, we all tried his windup when we were a kid. That's what we do, and mm -hmm. it would be kind of cool to see that on the virtual mound. Um, my pick is, it's BR base, uh, Dan Ugla. Oh, Mr. Power. Forearms. Yeah, give me the power, even though the defense is not going to be there. <laughs> no way won't. Game. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan Uggle, I love in the game. I hit some bombs with. Yeah, put me at ship. I don't care. I'll hit a 500 foot bomb off him over the scoreboard. So that was easy for me. Just knowing that he was in the game before. I believe he had a rookie to prime too. 
Well, yeah, he, I think he recently retired. So, I mean, like he, he was in within the past, like three or four years. I don't I remember, remember which one. I just don't remember his attributes. He had an 84 overall. All right. He had an 84 overall um, card. This was in 17. So it was a silver. His power against righties was at 85. His power. Remember, this is up to 99. Power against righties was 85. His power against lefties 79. And then his contact against righties 59 left uh 69 but still that's with 99 attributes he had a fielding was 66 so we, we know what's going to happen there but still put that to 125 translate that rather good heck yeah dude um for my nationals and expos this is um i was between three guys here uh and since we're still on the subject of 90s 2000s why not get jason worth back Okay, I like that. I was thinking Tim Rames at first. Tim Rames was great, uh, but I'm more thinking where we are in gameplay for 21 and what would be the better player for it. That probably speaks volumes about where we are and hope to see a little bit more balance come in 22. But still, um, Jason Worth, yeah. solid okay. player. I mean, a Phillies legend. Um, you know, uh, actually, I won't say this card that I missed because I'll probably use him for next week um but yeah jason worth that i mean i think i know the guy you're gonna say because i think it's the guy that i'm gonna say if you're talking about a guy that we're missing it's gotta be andre dawson right no 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 i was thinking for another team that jason worth uh, oh 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 i thought you were talking about another national that you were andre dawson wasn't in this game yeah no he wasn't in he got taken out this year now unlike dale murphy unlike dale murphy he did get a 99 last year he yeah. got a it was a face face of the franchise signature i don't remember um but they didn't do him right by the attributes i feel like his attributes had to be a little bit better so i want andre dawson back i know it's not the the craziest pick because it's a guy we saw literally like two years ago at this point um but he, he's dawson he's he's you know he's the man he's a hall of famer one rookie of the year won an mvp eight-time all-star won a home run derby they could do a different Andre Dawson by giving him a ton of power with a home run derby card like dude he was one of the best cards in the game in MLB 17 he was one of the best outfielders in the game and then once they blew the roof off the attributes once they blew the roof off the 99 and started letting things go to 125 I feel like they just kind of like forgot about him and they didn't really give him the the attributes that he needed so I would like to see Dawson back you could say he could go for the Cubs too for sure but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for the uh the Nationals slash Expos. Yeah, I mean, his best cards were with the Expos slash Nationals. I mean, one year he was one of the best cards that we had. Yeah. Um, whether that was 17 or 19, I forget. I think it was 17. Um, and then his TA card was TA card last year was with the Nationals, right? The TA uh, yes, yes. And just to be clear, when I said his home run derby card, his home run derby card would be a Cubs card. I'm just yeah. saying from the Nationals, I would love to see him in the game. I don't care what his best version is. Oh, but yeah. he's my pick for the Nats. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that was fun. Um, doing the whole NL AL East. Now, if you had to pick only one from the list that we went over, who would be your, your top choice? Out of these, hmm. um, probably it would either between it would either be between Jeter or, uh, Jeter or Roy Halladay. I would say I just uh-huh. I really want to see Jeter in the game. Um, but 
as far as the best card out of everybody in this list that I put together, I feel like it would be Roy Holiday. Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm going to agree with that. Roy Holiday. If I if I went someone different, it's probably be Messina just the way this. He'd be really, he'd be sneaky is. good, bro. Yeah, I know. I just, I feel like with Pinpoint, he's another guy that, you know, with his control and just, I, I don't know, something's telling me. Um, but yeah, even over my boy doc, but anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll do central next week. So we'll do a NL AL central. And then the week after we'll do it with the West teams. And, but that's not all that we want to leave out today earlier today. Um, cause I wasn't sure if we were going to fill this episode and we're already hour over time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. Um, cause we were, I, I mean, Cooks, let's be honest. We we were kind of expecting at least maybe a stream schedule today, right? Yeah, we were expecting something. Something, and that we were, could base that off another segment here, but we had to figure something out. So um, I put this question out for our followers on Twitter. If you're not following us on Twitter, Inside the Show PC, once again, Inside the Show PC at Twitter. Um, we put a question out there, and I... And that goes along with the stream schedule. I know there is no stream feature schedule yet. However, what would you be your top three things you are looking for before the 22 drops, the show 22 drops? And we had a various different um, responses to this, Googs. We had a lot. Uh, a lot had a similar aspect, and that was franchise. And we went over that last week, how much we would love to see franchise get the update that the franchise players deserve. Um, but I'm just looking through what pops out me and by all means, if there's something that pops out of you as well, um, bring it up. And I'm just saying, I mean, a lot of things that we been talking about, whether that is say the savable events, um, uh, we've been asking for that, um, tune where this kind of came up to me tune where the rank seasons difficult changes from all-star to Hall of Fame. My guess that means more towards the pitch speeds. Is that am I translating that correctly? Wait, which who who tweeted that? Let me. I'm looking at the replies right that now. Was, I tweeted a pants. What a name. Okay. Uh, tune where rank seasons difficulty changes from All Star to Hall of Fame. That yo yo is hard. I think he's saying what part of um like ranks like so at 700 you start to play on Hall of Fame. I think he's saying. I, from I think he's saying he wants it either higher or lower. Okay, I, that um, makes sense with his next statement. The yo-yo is hard because you go yeah. down quickly now, and go there. Okay, I want to. I, I, I know we're this is a long podcast already, but I actually had a, an idea from one of the viewers in my stream. I'm if you're listening, I'm sorry, I don't remember who said it. Um, but they basically said, "What if?" So like you know, a lot of people get frustrated because once they hit 900, then they have to start playing on Legend, and that's really really hard. Like re Legend is really difficult this year. Somebody said, "What if you um, hit 900, and then you can still play on Hall of Fame once you hit 900, but then a new mode opens up called like Rank Seasons Extreme, and that's only Legend." And then all the top players can play on Legend all the time whenever they want, but then everybody else can still make World Series without ever having to play a Legend game. Maybe on that extra mode, you would give them some extra rewards or something to give them incentive to play. But 
I love the idea of hitting 900 and then still never even having to touch legend if you don't want to, while also giving the top players a mode where they can play, they can compete, and maybe that could maybe go into some sort of weekend league standing or weekend league uh, seating. Yeah, that's where you put the leaderboards in. Yes. Only 100%. on the extreme. Yes. That's it. That's where you get the bragging rights. That's where you, you do everything. And the extra like rewards would have to be like stubs or packs. It couldn't be a particular uh, card because yeah. people would be up in favor. Wow. Hey, wherever that was, that I like that. Yeah. I just think, it, give, I think it gives everybody what they want. Yeah. Assuming the rewards are there and, you know, if it leads into like a weekend league or seating or something like that, that would be cool too. Um, but that I think, you know, not having to play legend, still grinding out zero to 900 and then not having to worry about matching up with the absolute goons that are playing in the other thing. Like, I think it's a good system, but, you know, that's just an idea. Not sure if there would be any exploits or there would be anything weird in there or whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely I mean, that that nails it for me. That gives you a true competitive mode as well. Yep. Rank seasons extreme, whatever they call it. Um. Yeah, that, I mean, you don't really have to like change it in like I guess like the code structure. I mean, you do, but it shouldn't be that much. Well, I actually, I I shouldn't be the one to say because I'm just thinking like as a casual looking into it, you're just basically shifting just a part of rank into a new mode. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that that's fantastic. Um, here's one, and this was from our boy Thuni who asked us just you know silly questions. Can I, Scuffy, survive with Freddie Galvis? If you didn't know, Freddie Galvis, even though he hasn't been like the guy for me this year, but still one of my favorite players using VR. He's now going to play Japan. He asks you, speaking of legend, this is why I want to bring up next. Will Kooks be a legend warrior again? How bad are Kooks? I, I don't know where he got again from. <laughs> I When was I ever a legend warrior? I, I've, <laughs> hey, I've won my fair share of game on... Hey. Fair share games on legend. You went to the semis in ESL, so that was on Hall of Fame. Oh, oh yeah, well, that was so before that. it was legend. <laughs> <laughs> so no, wrong, no, man. I don't plan on being a legend warrior. We'll, we'll say that. There you go, Austin. And number three <laughs> is what I stopped you from uh, talking about before. Will there be a Tani puppets, Cougs? Yes, there or will coach, be. Or coaching or, Otani? No, there will be. There will be a coach puppet that Otani interacts with. Yes. How excited are you? I'm very excited, bro. <laughs> I'm very excited. I need it. I you didn't know I needed it, it until hey, I had it. This time tomorrow, we might have already seen the first one. Please. Please give me a video tomorrow, SDS. I swear, Who if knows? I wake up at 6 a.m. and I see pre-order MLB <laughs> The Show today, I might lose it, man. I might lose it. Hey, I mean, if they do the Tuesday, Thursdays, it makes sense to do it tomorrow. Um, let's look at... Now, I, this is our boy, Kevin. Paul's time. See, I, I'd ask you what he meant by that because I, I don't know how, how much that angers him with the Paul's time or I assume it does. And he wants it less, you said, right? Yeah, I think Kevin wants it less. I, I think it's also the fact that um, it, like, let's say you're playing and somebody pauses and they have two minutes of pause time. As the game goes on, I think they get more pause time. And, you know, ultimately people are just spending a ton of time in the menus. And I think Kevin just kind of wants to speed this thing up. Kevin's got this Rob Manfred idea behind it. He wants he wants this pace of play. But I do agree. All jokes aside, I do agree that um, I think you get a little bit too much pause time. I think it, especially with it being added 
as the game continues to go on. I get it. You know, the situation changes. You might need to move some things around to adjust in the game and the scenario. But I don't know if you need to get as much as they're giving you. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, for me, it doesn't, I mean, either way, um, I'm fine with. Uh, so, but yo, Kevin, anytime you want to call on the podcast and discuss uh, pause time, by all means. Come through, buddy. We'll, we'll love to have you on. Um, I do want to end with the franchise stuff because there was about 20 plus response and I say 80% made up on franchise, whether it's what we just like, we heard franchise more in depth, customization, same creator logos, stuff like that. But this question, um, I, that screamed out to me cause it kind of is putting us on the spot and you'll see why I'm saying that random question. This is from wild child nine one 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 Oh five. Um, random question for you guys to ponder as mostly DD guys yourself, which is basically us. Um, if it meant they made franchise better by spending resources and time SES would normally on DD, would you take one year of copy and paste DD experience for them to work on franchise for an entire year? Good question. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me read this again as mostly DD guys yourself. If they made the franchise better by spending the resources and time SDS would normally on DD, would you take one year of a copy and paste? Um, at the end of the day, I, I would, I, you know, would like if they, you know, I, I think they can always change around like content and stuff, but if it came to, um, like, you know, of like everything was structurally the same and everything like that, I would, I would gladly take that if it meant that franchise was going to get the the facelift that it so desperately needs. I mean, I said it in the last episode of the podcast. Imagine if Diamond Dynasty didn't get changed for, you know, four to five years and we were still playing the bare bones MLB 16. That's basically what's going on with the franchise community right now. Obviously, Diamond Dynasty will bring in more continuous revenue for them throughout the year. You know, like franchise can only do so much after somebody buys the $60 game. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if as long as basically as long as Diamond Dynasty doesn't take a step back, I'm 100% in on them spending time and resources for franchise to elevate because I think if that mode elevates, the rest of the game also elevates. That could also translate into Road to the Show and March to October experiences. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm with that as long as Diamond Dynasty doesn't take a step back. I, I agree. Um, and I want to mention that question is because that just, I mean, first off, the responses were really like 80% franchise. And that question kind of puts it more into perspective and how glaring it feels for a franchise player feels like nothing's happening for them. Like we're not getting these crazy updates. Everything's going DD because that's where everything gets monetized. And, you know, they kind of go into that spiral of talking about this type of stuff and how much you see the passion throughout. And we discussed this last week. You just see the passion that these guys have, especially when putting in the work, like since there's no year year saves anymore, whether it's for the roster um, or the stadium um, and just do it all over again. It's, it, it is tough for them. And I see why. Um, but yeah, I just want to bring that question to the podcast because it just puts everything kind of more in perspective. And I'm with you, Cougs. If it's, if DD doesn't take a step back and it, we pretty much had what we had this year, but maybe they switch out a little bit of stuff like with the same type of series concepts and everything. I'll be fine with that. I'll uh, be completely fine with that. So yeah. 
I think a lot of people would. Yeah. Um, but once again, I appreciate everyone uh, responding to that tweet because, like I said, I didn't think we'll be here on what hour eleven minutes into the podcast still uh, still going. Hey, I, it's funny because when we were texting, um, I think over the weekend, I was like, "All right, we got this." Would that be enough for like forty five minutes to like anything? And look where we here are. Here we right are, now, like <laughs> a half hour later. It just shows how how much we can talk about on the show, regardless of what the news we get. But maybe next week we do get news here, Kooks. Maybe we get the stream schedule. Maybe we get the videos like we discussed. Maybe we get information about maybe there's a tech test or not. Um, we'll be talking about that a lot more next week when we get back at it. Remember, every Tuesday, twelve noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. This episode will drop. A new episode will drop. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you're not subbed on your YouTube, make sure to sub on your YouTube inside the show. We've been putting a lot more stuff on that. So hope you guys have been enjoying that. Cooks, I think that's it for us today. I think this that's it. One. I think we covered that's a lot. One unexpected, but really good, solid episode, I thought. So um, hope you guys enjoyed listening today. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. Make sure to follow my boy Cooks at Cooks46 on Twitter. you find all those socials over there. I'm at Scuffy McGee TV. We'll catch you guys next time on next week with Inside the Show. I just watched this intro for the first time this year. See you later. Peace.